In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes and invites us, even at His own expense. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I've brought it up several times, and so a lot of you know that I have a background in catering. That uh, when I was going through the seminary, that uh, that was what I did in order to uh, make some money for myself, in order to help to pay for the things that I needed. And uh, while I was catering, they they elevated me up to a uh, position of management, which um, uh, was the uh, I've said this before the the best job title that I've ever had, a party captain. Um, and and what it meant to be a party captain was that uh, I was in charge of a specific room, which was usually a wedding reception. It was uh, normally, uh, th- that was the most common event that we had, was people would come to our facility, kind of an awesome facility in downtown St. Louis, very sort of um, artsy and, and fun place, and they would come and we would feed them, we would uh, give them drinks, we would let them dance, it was a blast. But there were some who felt that this was an excellent opportunity for them to, well, sort of sneak into an awesome party at an awesome place. And that happened in one of my rooms one time. It was my job as party captain to get to know the parents of the bride because they were paying the bill. And as they came in, I I usually made sure that I uh, said hello to them, made sure that they got a drink in their hand, made sure that they got to taste some of the hors d'oeuvres that they had ordered, and just kind of double-check with them that everything was going well. And so I went up to mom and dad this time, and I I said, hey, what can I get you to drink? Um, Is everything going well? How is the ceremony? All of that good stuff. Well, this time I was talking to mom and dad, and they seemed pretty happy with everything. Everything was going pretty well. But then their eyes went to some people that were sort of in a corner of the room. And they were looking around, and they looked at one another, and they said, "Um, I don't know how to say this, but I don't think we invited those people. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting. And it was two men and a younger teenage kind of boy. I said, are are you sure they're just not from the other family? You know, I I would hate to go up and ask if they have an invitation when it's just kind of a mix-up. And they looked and they said, yeah, I really don't think that we invited them. And so I knew what my job was. My job was to go up to them and to say, how did you get in here? Who are you? Whoever you are, you should probably go talk to these nice people that are paying for the drinks that you have in your hand. And so I walked up to them and I said, hi, I'm Jay. Um, I'm kind of running the show here today. I was wondering, how do you know the couple? And they sort of hemmed and hawed and uh, didn't really say anything. And then one of them pulled out a bulletin from the church that the ceremony had been held at and displayed that to me. And I said, oh, that's nice. 
do you have an invitation? And they kind of looked and I said, I tell you what, how about I'll go back over to the bar and I'm going to go get a glass of wine for mom as she, it's, it's kind of her day. And when I come back, if you guys haven't been invited, I just don't want to see you in this room anymore. And sure enough, I went to the bar, I got mom a glass of wine, and I came back, and they were nowhere to be found. Maybe because they were concerned, because they knew how the end of this gospel lesson plays out, right? <laughs> that if you get caught in a wedding that you're not supposed to be at, you get bound hand and foot and thrown out into the darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. They said, well, I don't want that, so I'm just going to take this opportunity and leave myself. It's kind of a fun parable, isn't it? This parable where the master, the, the father says, I'm going to throw this amazing party. And he goes and he invites all of the right people. And inviting all of the right people, they turn back the invitation. And, um, and not only do they turn back the invitation, they actually abuse the people that are sending the invitation. They go and, and they, they not only say, well, with regrets, I can't show up, but they actually go and kill the people that are doing the inviting. Well, that sends a pretty strong message. And so then the father comes back and he says, well, I'm going to burn your city down. Which that has the effect of taking your guest list and kind of shortening it a bit. And then he says, well, there's nobody to invite anymore. Now I want you to go out there and I want you to invite everybody. I want you to invite the good and the bad. I want you to invite the rich and the poor. I want you to invite everyone into this experience of my son's wedding banquet. This great party that I am going to be throwing. And apparently, a part of this was that you got wedding clothes. Now, this is kind of a strange thing that Jesus is mentioning here in the Gospel. This is not really a normal part of what it meant to go to a wedding in the Middle East. You were normally supposed to show up with your own wedding clothes. But apparently, this master thought, well, if I'm inviting the good and the bad, if I'm inviting the rich and the poor, well, maybe I should just hand out a uniform. And so he gives everybody wedding clothes. And so you can imagine what it's like to walk into that scene where everybody is kind of wearing the same colors. Everybody's got the same wedding garments on, except... For one of them. Except for one of them. So the master of the house goes up to him like I went up to those three guys. And the master says, who are you? Where are your wedding clothes? And he doesn't have them. And because of that, he gets bound hand and foot and thrown out 
into the darkness. Well, now we come up to that part in the parable where we go, okay, now we've heard the parable, now who's who? Who is this interloper that had the audacity to walk into this wedding feast? Who is this person and how do I stay away from being that person? You know, I I can be good, I can be bad, I can be rich, I can be poor, I can be anything as long as I'm not the person who's not wearing the wedding clothes. So how do I get to stay away from being the person who doesn't have the wedding clothes? Well, I have a theory. The way that you make sure that you are not the person without wedding clothes is just make sure that you're not Jesus. Because after all, that's how the story plays out, right? That we are invited to the table. We who are rich and poor. We who are good and bad. We who are saint and sinner. And we're all invited to the party. We all get to be at the party. We all get to be there without any threat against our lives. And yet, who is the one who gets cast out of the party? Who is the one who gets thrown out, bound, hand and foot to a cross outside of the city? where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's Jesus. That is what it looks like to be a Christian. To realize that He took our place as the uninvited guest. That He took our place as the person who said, that's okay, throw me out. Let them stay in. It's almost as if the people that I walked up to when I was doing my catering thing, it's almost as if I would walk up to the groom himself and say, Who are you? How did you get in here? Who invited you? And the groom said, that's okay. Let everybody else have a good time. I'm going to go and walk outside. That is the God who loves us. That is the God who gave Himself for us. That is the God who invites us today. So this week, may you recognize that it is Christ who invites you. It is Christ who pays for your invitation. And it is Christ who gives you His garment to wear. Amen.